Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports. As I told you, if you missed it yesterday, we are very excited to be partnering with Superbook Sports. So many exciting things coming for you with the football season ahead, and Superbook Sports is going to be your place to get involved in the action. They're one of the newest sports books that's live in Tennessee. You can use their app and download it on Apple or Android. It's very clean, very easy to use. They have a great offer for you when you sign up with Superbook Sports and make your first bet. They'll match it up to $1,000. Great odds boosts on all the local teams, whether it's Titans, Volunteers, Predators, when that time comes around, which by the way, Preds and Titans both going to be back in the swing of things in some form or fashion in the next month. Very exciting stuff to be involved. So get involved with sports, local or national. Bet them with Superbook Sports. Uh, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team is the best in the business with the Intel Edge at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, your uh, perfect vehicle, whether you want to build your own or you want to check out any of their new or pre-owned inventory on the lot in Mount Juliet, tworiversford.com is where you go. So uh, looking at uh, looking at everything for the Tennessee Titans through the first week at this point, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of that. Um, I think there's a lot of the excitement that's being discussed around specific players. But I think tonight I want to look at the group, the rookie group as a whole, because that's something that Ryan Tannehill has spoken to us about recently. We talked to both Shane Bowen and Todd Downing, offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators uh, today about the rookie class. Mike Vrabel, who is very rarely individually complimentary, has felt good about the progress that the rookies are making on the field. So in kind of looking at that, I thought that was a good place to kind of peel back a little bit and take a look at what the rookies are doing in this camp so far. I want to start, though, with your Two Rivers Ford take. Which position group has the best depth right now on the Titans roster? Talk to me about it. Which position group do you feel the most confident in that they're going to be able to roll them four and five deep off the line, whether it's edge guys, corners, offensive line, wide receivers, whichever position you feel the best about their depth, tell us, and we will talk about it together here in just a second. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. Now, I've been trying to study as many of the different position groups, kind of taken one day by day and, and going through it since we've been out on the practice fields. And uh, and in looking at, you know, in looking at the situation that we've had, I've spent a lot more time with the offense so far than I have with the defense. Now, it's fortunate because the defense prior to today's practice was the superior unit. Saturday and Monday on the practice field, uh, they were very, they were very, they were on it, right? They were good against the offense in the red zone. They were good at breaking up passes in the one-on-one -on -one drills. They were good at getting pressure on the quarterback, even though they can't physically make contact um, just yet. But looking at what all of the different things are, uh, what all of the different things are, how things are shaping up with each of the position groups, it's been pretty interesting to kind of study. But the defense, obviously, I think is the greater source of depth at a variety of different positions. 
you may feel pretty good about the offense. I think, for example, the tight end group and really the running back group would make you feel pretty good about what you've got moving forward. But I think there's more depth on defense um, across the board. So I'd be curious to see where you guys end up saying is the deepest position on the roster right now. Uh, Noctrop says, I enjoy watching practice on your sunglasses, Buck. Yes, so this is a cheat code that some of you have figured out because the uh, the radio show is live streamed on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Twitch the same way that the primetime show is. So uh, you guys are watching me during the radio show because the camera is facing away from the practice field. But I have my sunglasses on at practice so the glare doesn't screw with me. And a lot of you have been able to watch <laughs> parts of practice off the reflection of my sunglasses on the Zone TV broadcast of the radio show. So that's been pretty funny uh, to watch at this point. Uh, I uh, uh, not uh, Today was unbearable as far as the heat is concerned. Um, major sound issues on remote. Oh, I didn't know anything about that, Puka. See, nobody tells me these things in real time, which is good because I don't want to know. Like, don't tell me about that, but I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to know that there were issues today. On the remote, all I know is that we did a great show. As far as I'm concerned, I'll listen back to the podcast to make sure that nothing t- terrible happened. But yeah, don't tell me about these things. I don't. I don't want to know that there were issues today. That's I. Uh, it's that's above my pay grade. That's why I have. I mean, they send five and six people out with me to practice every day to make sure that the show gets on the air effectively. Anyway, let's talk about the positional depth. Michael Wagner wants to know about the linebacker depth. He said th- he says he thinks they'll miss Jayon and Evans this year. I mean, I don't think so. Evans was inactive in the playoff game, and Jayon lost his starting spot very early on. I was reporting on that. Um, looking at the uh, looking at the position groups, Terrence Wiggins on Facebook Live believes the defensive line and the linebackers. Um, well, let's let's do this inside linebackers and edge guys, Terrence. So let's not just be you know broad-scale linebackers because that covers a lot of ground. But the defensive line, I do think they have decent amount of depth at this point. Um, Karen O'Keefe feels good about the DBs. It was good to see Karen, by the way. I've seen a couple of you guys and gals out at Titans practice. It's always so good to see everybody, but Karen was good enough to come up and say hi. So we were very happy to see her and, uh, and some other people that have been, you know, uh, that listen to the radio show or watch the primetime show or like the 615 sessions podcast. It's really, really cool to see you guys back out of practice after three damn years at this point. But looking at the, uh, Looking at all of the different things for the Titans on the field, I think there's one position group that's kind of that's made me feel pretty confident. Well, there's two position groups that have made me feel pretty confident about where the Titans stand, and I'll tell you what those are right after I tell you about the people who make the Two Rivers Ford take possible. That is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, that's the place that you go if you want the simplest, most easy or easiest, I guess, uh, if I'm going to be grammatically correct. That was wretched grammar by me. Two Rivers Ford will go above and beyond. Unlike my grammar, they'll take care of you when it comes to making the car buying process a breeze. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford is there to make it happen. If you know exactly what kind of Ford you want, Two Rivers Ford will custom order it for you and deliver it to your door when it gets manufactured. Or if you have an idea, but you're not quite sure about the vehicle that you exactly want, you can reach out to one of the non-commissioned sales staff at Two Rivers Ford, and they'll stay on the lookout for you and contact you when a vehicle that might work arrives in stock. Two Rivers Ford always goes above and beyond when it comes to customer service. That's why they're the best. Two Rivers Ford 
in Mount Juliet since 1983. Put Two Rivers Ford on your team today. So the deepest position groups on this roster, I think, are you have to look at it in two parts. A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studio. Make sure you check out all the odds boosts that they have in the Superbook Sports app. But looking at the position battles that we have in front of us right now, there's two groups that I feel really, really good. Uh, Two groups that you feel really, really good about on the defensive side of the ball. First and foremost, I think you have to look at the edge guys. The edge players on this defense with Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, Rashad Weaver, who's going to get another crack at things after his season ended, what, three weeks in? to 2021, Ola Adani, who's been able to give you some good snaps. And depending on how many more you keep beyond those four, Danico Autry sometimes plays on the edge in depending on what kind of defensive look they're coming out in. So you feel really good about the depth of the uh of the outside linebackers group right now. But then there then there are the the corners. And I think that the loss of Buster Screen, the uh you know Jack Rabbit Jenkins getting cut in the offseason I think that there were reasonable concerns about, okay, is Caleb Farley ready to be able to fill in, to start, to be able to play at a high level, um, to kind of fill in for Jackrabbit, who I know a lot of you guys had issues with from time to time, but one, it's damn hard to play corner. And two, even if the play on the field was not always great, and I don't think it was outright bad, I think that what you lose in Jackrabbit is basically 11 years of institutional knowledge of how to play NFL offenses, which cannot be discounted, by the way. It's just as easy to get burned if you're uh, out of position or you don't necessarily understand the look that the offense is giving you or the way that they've tried to kind of trap you as far as passing uh, concepts are concerned. And I think that that can show up from time to time. We'll see because the secondary is really, really young. But you felt good about it. On the whole, and I think when we talked to Shane Bowen about this today, Shane Bowen, uh, specifically on one of the players who is pushing, I think, for a legit for legit playing time. Elijah Molden hasn't practiced since Friday in the bubble. He was dealing with some kind of a leg issue on Thursday. He came up limping in a drill on Friday. He has not practiced since then. Today would be the third straight day of practice that the second-year corner out of Washington has missed. So Roger McCreary has filled right in the slot and played at a high level. And I think it kind of speaks to the depth that they have right now in the secondary, something we talked to Shane Bowen about today. I had this conversation in the spring about him. Um, he's not a rookie. Like I don't feel him as a rookie. He's, he's poised. Um, he doesn't panic in coverage. He stays square. He challenges. He's got a good understanding of, I think, what it takes to be able to play man-to-man, and we saw that stuff from his college tape. Um, And he's been able to come in here and translate, and he's been outside, he's been inside, he's handled it. Um, So I've been really pleased with where he's at. He's just got to continue to progress. So that's Shane Bowen uh, speaking earlier today after practice on Roger McCreary, and it kind of speaks to the depth that the Titans have in the cornerback room from the Superbook Sports Studios here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So kind of looking at what they have, I think you feel great about the edge guys, and I think you feel great about the secondary at this point. Safety depth is a question. Uh, Theo Jackson hasn't, and and I, I want to be fair to Theo because I can't say that I've watched him like 
individually every day. So I haven't seen every rep that he's taken, but there's been nothing really about Theo that's caught my attention one way or the other. That's not to say that he hasn't that he hasn't had good plays or bad plays. I just haven't seen a ton of them. Um, and they have AJ Moore, who they brought in as a free agent. I think he's primarily projecting as a special teams player right now. But so beyond like the safety depth, which I think may be a question beyond Hooker and Bayard, the corners, you really it seems they're in a good place. If Chris Jackson is, again, like the fifth or sixth option, um, the former seventh-round pick who's played in a couple of different roles for the Titans, I think it's much. It's a much better situation where last year you, you had Chris Jackson starting starting games in certain spots, and now you know, that would be like a last-case scenario. They've really, really done well to retool that secondary and, by the way, make it super cost-effective. But uh, keep in mind, Amani Hooker isn't a contract year. Uh, you're going to hear from Christian Fulton. I had Christian on the radio show today. Uh, we're going to play a clip for you on that and talk a little bit more about this secondary in a moment right after I remind you about our friends at Superbook Sports. That's the place where you go for incredible odds boosts on all your favorite local teams. Superbook Sports has you covered. You can go check out the app, whether you download it via Apple Store or Android. They, it is incredibly clean and easy to use. You feel great about the uh, you feel great about the information that is provided to you in the SuperBook Sports app. Because maybe you're not a avid better. Maybe you're somebody who's just trying to tip a dip a toe in the water. Maybe you're betting some baseball right now, kind of getting a feel for it before football starts up. Which, of course, a lot of people uh, like to be heavily involved in. SuperBook Sports makes it very, very simple for you to get an understanding of what you're betting and what exactly the odds boost can provide to you. For example, if you've got the Vols to win eight-plus games, they've got it boosted from minus 170 to plus 100. We're talking about the Vols on the radio show tomorrow, by the way, given that they're back on the practice field too. Uh, you can check all the great odds boosts out for all of your local teams and bet all things local and national with Superbook Sports. So, Christian Fulton was on the radio show today. We chopped it up for a second. Uh, if you want to hear the full interview, go check out the podcast of the radio show. It's called The Buck Rising Show. Very, uh, you know, very creatively named. We couldn't come up with anything better than to slap my name on it, but it's fine uh, so far. So good. Christian Fulton was fun to talk to uh, after practice today. Yeah, you feeling all right work. out there? Yes, sir. It looks good. like it's usually competitive. Oh, yeah. No, nah, definitely. That's the that's how we build our team, you know, going into the season, competing with each other. So uh, I feel like the competition has been there, you know. We got to have guys ready, you know, got guys step into new roles. So for you, the, the role isn't new. The defense, honestly, is, is largely intact. You guys are able to play a little faster out here. It feels like everything, it doesn't feel like there's the kind of slow playing that might be normally associated with the start of camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you bring guys back, you know, from the last previous year, you know, we pretty much brought everybody back except for maybe one or two guys from what I remember. But uh, everybody pretty much has a feel for everything. You know, it's just about getting back into, you know, being out there on the field, you know, playing fast, you know, and uh, get bringing that continuity together. So um, that's our main thing, you know, like I said, uh, it's been decent for us, but, you know, we're still working, you know, day by day. Christian Fulton hanging out with us. Titans just off the practice field here on 104.5 The Zone. So in, in watching you guys, and I know you spent time after practice today working on working on some technique for the audience who's kind of looking to see how things are progressing out here, what can you kind of tell about the technique work that you're, that you're especially focused on right now? Uh, really, you know, just, um, well, really, you know, I'm trying to gain weight back, so it's like, 
trying with me doing that, you know, I'm trying to like um play with more space in between routes, you know, not be so much on guys, you know, while I'm getting my way back on. So uh that's the main thing for me, you know, just trying to find, you know, finesse ways, you know, that I can uh put into my game, you know, as a DB. And, you know, just always the small things, the fundamentals, you always you can't get away from that. So So we talked a lot about a lot of different things, particularly going up against these wide receivers that Christian Fulton is facing. Worth uh, going to check out the full interview on the podcast feed, or you can watch the live stream of the radio show every day on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel. So if you're hanging out with us on YouTube tonight, make sure you're subscribed to uh, the radio station's YouTube as well, so you can catch the radio show live from 10 to 1 every day or watch it back. We've had John Robinson. We've had Amani Hooker. We've had Rashad Weaver, Christian Fulton. Uh, who else has been on the radio show? Kyle Phillips. No, we're going to have a handful more players as this thing progresses over the next couple of weeks. So make sure that you're watching uh, the interviews every day because we get some cool people that come to get to come hang out with us or that we get to go and interview on a daily basis. But kind of talking to Christian Fulton, it really does feel like the offense is, is or rather the defense is very playing at a a comfortable pace, right? They're playing faster. They're more familiar with each other. Got retooled in the 2021 offseason. Now they return all but one starter. So you feel really good about what you've got up top. And I think a, a situation for them continues to uh, continues to bear itself out, even when, you know, they can't, they can't tackle. They can't do all the things that you want defenders to do in live reps. We'll see that when the preseason comes. Um, by the way, first preseason game next Thursday. I'm flying out to Baltimore. We're going to do the primetime show Wednesday night in Baltimore. And then I will, uh, we won't have primetime on Thursday night because obviously I'll be at MT Bank Stadium covering the first preseason game. So we're very excited uh, about that to do primetime on the road again with you guys. Looking forward to having you in every stadium that we travel to. There's going to be what, including including the preseason and Super Bowl, because you know I go to Super Bowl every year now with the radio show, um, you guys are going to be in 11 different stadiums with me this football season. So that'll be cool to kind of uh, keep track of things. Actually, I don't think we're doing a – so you're not, you're, we're not going to do a Monday Night Primetime uh, in Buffalo, which stinks because I've never been to Buffalo before and I'm really excited. But since it's Monday Night Football, we won't do primetime that night. So 10 stadiums. Um, well, actually, I guess not for Green Bay either because it's Thursday night football. Anyway, we won't <laughs> we won't get bogged down in the semantics. It sounded really cool in my head. I'm like, oh shit, that's kind of neat. You guys get to go to 11 different stadiums with me this year, and then you know, I, uh, logistics. We'll deal with that when it comes. But anyway, I know that uh, I I know I'm looking forward to getting into the preseason. Um, what is what time is the game Thursday night, Buck? I don't know yet. I don't know uh, what the situation. Uh, I'm sure Reed could look that up quickly. I don't know exactly um, what the time is for the preseason game, but I know it's going to be kind of like right in the middle of the primetime situation. Um, Jeff Roberts wants to know, is Farley getting first-team reps on defense? Excited to see him start. Yeah, I mean, he's out there running with the first team. He's out there repping against Robert Woods and Traylon Burks. Um, he's out there repping uh, first-team defense stuff. And yeah, I, I think, I, I really feel good about Caleb Farley. Like, I'm not, I, I don't have practice is practice, right? So we'll see what game reps look like. And I'd be curious to see if he plays in the preseason. Cause like, I don't think, I don't think any of the, 
like Derrick Henry is not doing even now full team reps, right? They've bubble wrapped Derrick for the foreseeable future until September 11th when they host the Giants. Because why would you want any unnecessary contact for Derrick until then? Um, but like players like Farley and Weaver, Weaver, I, I think is def- I know is definitely going to play in the preseason. Farley maybe get some snaps, but uh, until then, you know, we'll kind of see how this thing plays out. But let's move on and let's talk about position battles uh, at this point. Uh, actually, let's talk about the quarterbacks, where the quarterback has, uh, where the quarterback has really uh, thrived so far in the preseason. Christine McCord, looking up the uh, the preseason times for six thirty, is that Central Time, Christine? Um, yes, producer Reed is telling me that is Central Time. So six thirty Central Time is when the Titans will kick off against the Ravens, and of course. I'll be in Baltimore to cover it for you. So we'll be excited about that. Uh, Puka wants to know, will I do my pregame show? So here's the deal. Um, and I guess we can talk about this now since Superbook St- Sports Studio is officially on board. Superbook and Two Rivers and Gary Ashton. We are going to do the uh, the eight is it? What, what was it? Was it Titan game day morning that we were calling it when I used to do the bathroom bathrobe uh, pregame show in the uh, in, I think that was the COVID season, right? That was the 2020 season. We were doing the pumpkin spice latte in the bathroom. I think that's why I, I think that's part of the reason why I got so fat. Those damn pumpkin spice lattes, like 700 calories in those damn things. Um, but yes. So since Luke Worsham has moved on, um, and he can no longer do the pregame for me, what I'm going to do that Superbook is involved in both. As a matter of fact, we're going to do Titan game day morning, about 15 minutes so that would be at about 8.45. If it's a noon game, like 8.45 a.m. I'll, you know, depending on the hotel I'm in, I may have a bathrobe. I'll definitely have a cup of coffee uh, as we do the uh, as we do the pregame show. But since I do pregame radio outside the stadium for home games uh, before I go in, um, I know that's still going to be from 9 to 10. So I'm going to do uh, a Titan game day morning show with you guys wherever I'm at. And then I'll sit down and I'll do the pregame radio show which uh, I have not, I don't know all the details on the pregame radio show. I need to talk to my boss about that. As a matter of fact, tomorrow. But I haven't been in the office since, uh, what, last Tuesday, because I've been out at Titans camp every day. So uh, I will get back to you with details on the radio pregame show shortly. But I know it'll be from 9 to 10 um, in some form or fashion. I think we may have some different looking parts this year, which is exciting. And hopefully I'll be able to tell you guys about that soon. uh, Derek R says, uh, I'll have a coffee with you. Yes, coffee. Or if you, you know, if you're pregaming to go to a Titans game, if you put a little, maybe you put a little Bailey's in the coffee, um, whatever, you know, with some people like whiskey in their coffee. I don't really see the appeal of that. That sounds like it would be very, very difficult. Um, but anyway, we will, uh, we will look forward to the, ba- I'm, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to have a bathrobe in every hotel I stay at for road games this year. Um, because I don't know that I'm going to be able to physically take the bathrobe with me to Nissan Stadium for home games, put it on during the pregame, then take it off because I'm wearing a full suit. All of a sudden, it's a little easier to do in the hotel rooms for the road games. But anyway, that's how it goes. Um, uh, Dion says Luke moved on. Yes, Luke went to work for uh, uh, for Dave Ramsey, which I was uh, I was interested to see. But we're uh, we're very happy for Luke, and I think he's really enjoying it. Um, but yeah, Luke graduated and he decided that he, uh, was going to look at an area outside sports and he's working for Dave Ramsey right now. I think he's still writing something for Dave Ramsey. I'm not familiar 
with the specifics, but I do know it is in some kind of writing capacity, which I know Luke was really excited to do. Um, so yeah, just a different kind of life. John Bob says, uh, Luke said Buck was too difficult to work with. It's true. Um, I, uh, I have, I, I have people who I have to work with, uh, or people who have to work with me rather is the way that we should, should say this between producer Reed, producer Lucas on the radio show, Kirby Allen Kirby, when we do the show from training camp or wherever we're broadcasting from, if we're not in the studio for the radio show, there's about six people who have to produce me in some form or fashion uh, on a regular basis. So yeah, I don't blame anybody who says I'm hard to work with because I really, really am. <laughs> but everybody who works around me is uh, is incredible. So we're grateful for that. There is no question. Uh, Luke is <laughs> Luke is down on the corner in high heels. Says Mark Jones. No, I don't think. I don't even think Luke would get that right. I don't even think Luke would get that reference down on the corner when it wearing high heels. Luke is too pure of soul, pure of mind to understand what that means. Um, Jimbo says Buck needs a partner at night. Nah, I mean, for for what? This is so much easier for me to do it this way. Um, I've got producer Reed. I have a partner. He's just uh, behind the scenes, and then when he gives us necessary information, he comes to the forefront. And then when we don't need him anymore, we send him back to scurrying to the shadows. It's a lot of fun. It's a, uh, it's a good time. Um, and you know, this way I don't have to wait on anybody. I walk down the hallway from my, from my, or I guess walk upstairs from my living room to my office, sit down and do the show. I don't got to wait on anybody. I just do my thing. Right. Uh, it's the same way we do the radio show. I respectfully, the reason I'm hard to work with is because I don't like waiting around on anybody else. I just kind of you know want to get a, want to get about my day and keep it moving. Um, Buck doesn't want to share that money, says Randall. Well, yeah, you know, I like uh, my, I, I think my contract probably looks better because I'm a solo act. I don't think you're wrong about that, Reynald. I'll be honest with you. I think, I think that's a good, I think we're in a good spot. I think, I think that if I, uh, you know, if I can keep telling them both my radio employer and Austin and Zach, hey, you know, that you're, I'm saving you a lot of money because I'm doing this out here. I'm just out here talking to myself like a crazy person every night. You only got to pay one crazy person instead of two. Uh, yes, I think that does work exceptionally in my benefit. So yeah, I like those. Uh, I like those solo uh, those solo host contracts based on what the last couple have looked like. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, yes. So in the quarterback situation, the quarterback situation is kind of interesting to look at. Uh, I think that. Uh, I think that. As far as the as far as the um, quarterback is concerned, I think a lot of the conversation last year was around interceptions that Ryan Tannehill was throwing, and Ryan Tannehill. I don't think there's necessarily a carryover from like training camp to the season, but obviously there was an uptick in turnovers for the Titans quarterback last year too. This year, he's played very cleanly. He has yet to throw an interception through six training camp practices. I'm sure he will at some point, and it'll be well documented. But like since Ryan Tannehill threw three against the Bengals, I haven't seen him throw one, which is kind of an underrated storyline in the middle of all this. Now we talked to this, uh, we talked to Todd Downing about this earlier today, um, in the middle of uh, in the middle of uh, the, or rather before practice, before we got started on the field on Tuesday. And the question that I want to ask you guys is this: big deal, little deal, or no deal? Ryan Tannehill has not thrown an interception in training camp so far. Now watch, he's they're off. They're off tomorrow, so you can't throw one tomorrow. But 
Watch, he'll throw one Thursday, and we'll just have completely jinxed him. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. No turnovers yet from the Titans' starting quarterback. While you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. That's the place that you go for the Intel Edge. That's the place that you go for your dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com is the best in the business. There is no question about it. That Intel helps you sell your home without any showings or staging. It helps you uh, capitalize on the buyer's market right now and get the most out of your home equity. Gary Ashton has the best properties and the best information so you can work above and uh, go above and beyond and work as best as humanly possible to your advantage when it comes to real estate investment or your dream address without the stress. Trust the Ashton team the way that the Nashville Predators do, the way that I do. GaryAshton.com is where you go. So, big deal, little deal, no deal at this point. Um, Ryan Tannehill throwing, or not yet throwing, interceptions um, so far through training camp. I think that it's not, I think there's a couple of different, I think there's a couple of different ways to look at it. And we're going to go through this momentarily. Um, but I think as far as the, uh, I think as far as what I've seen from Ryan, I think he has played m- largely mistake-free football on the practice field. It's not live reps. I understand that. There's going to be a drastic difference when he's facing, uh, who are some, I need to start looking at the Giants, by the way. I haven't started my week one preparations yet, and we're uh, just a little over a month away, so I should probably get on that. But he's not going to be, you know, he's not facing Kayvon Thibodeau, the Giants' uh, first-round pick this year. He's not out there facing Kayvon Thibodeau, who's trying to, you know, bring him down and get his first career sack in the NFL just yet. He's, there. It's, it's lighter reps, right? There's no contact on the quarterbacks. If you get within a mile of them, you get bitched at by a member of the coaching staff. But I do think it matters just because it's, I mean, they're not making mistakes. And if they're moving the ball down the field, which we've seen them do, and the turnovers aren't there, there have been some, but not interceptions, I think that that's something that, at the very least, should be a little bit of a deal. I think it's always significant when you show your commitment to taking care of the football. And certainly, ball security is something that we as an offense, starting with me, uh, you know, has put an emphasis on this offseason. You know, we, we had a blip on the radar last year in terms of an uptick in numbers. Uh, but I think it's a, a holistic approach. I think everybody has a, a hand in ball security and I think that our receivers have done a nice job of being where they're supposed to be. I think people are understanding the details and concepts of protection, finishing at the top of the pocket, giving him a place he can step up and deliver the ball. Uh, you know, certainly Ryan has made a commitment to ball security, but I think everybody has uh, and, and I hope that that continues. So that's Todd Downing talking about the lack of turnovers from the starting quarterback. Welcome back. A to Z Sports primetime from the Superbook Sports Studio. Go check out the great odds boosts that they have on all your local teams. Um, I, you know, I think it's a I think it's a little deal. I think it's okay to look at that as just positive, positive information. Um, I think that you can discount it any way you like by saying. Uh, by saying that practice is is unimportant and you'd rather them throw interceptions in practice and all these different things. But like, if you're going to get bent out of shape, as many of you did, many of you did get bent out of shape last year when he was throwing interceptions in training camp, I think you have to look at it the same and say, to his credit, they have been practicing on a regular basis now. The defense is playing well. And yet Ryan Tannehill has not thrown an interception. He's not 
put his team in a costly position in the situational football drills. I think that I think that matters a little bit. I don't think it's, you know, I don't it doesn't mean that he's not going to throw an interception all year, right? This is like Marcus Mariota's rookie year. He had like I think he had some kind of outrageous um outrageous passing attempt number before he had thrown his first training camp interception or something like that. It was being tracked on national television. Um Marcus's so that that would have been 2015. I remember that being a training camp storyline and just being like, really, this is what we're getting bent out of shape about. But I, yeah, I, I do. Th- I think it, I think it matters a little bit. I think it's fine. I think it's completely fine. Now, you know, he's not going to play in the preseason. So if he's going to make mistakes, you're not going to see him until the regular season. And then uh, God help him when that first interception does come, because you guys are going to shit yourselves. But I think, uh, I think as far as that goes, yeah, it's, it's better than not. It's better. It is better that the quarterback is not turning the ball over than turning the ball over right now. I think that's fine. Um, Okay, let's do a gone viral video and wrap things up for the evening on the primetime show. Uh, The question that we have for you is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. It's going to relate to a press conference from an NFL head coach today, and it's something that I deal with on a daily basis, especially when we do primetime. Um, how many times a week, this is just in your day to day, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, casual life, how many times a week do you forget what day it is? It's a simple question. Uh, Put a number on it. Do you, do you never forget what day it is? Do you know exactly where you are at any given moment at any given time during the week? Or are you like me and you forget what day of the week it is at least five times a week? Because, you know, I work weekends, uh, additionally, I think that when you look at the, uh, I think that. When you look at a situation, I think that you look at a situation for um for the for the Titans and or rather for training camp, um, I think that my my days of the week start to blend together because sometimes they'll practice on a Saturday, sometimes they'll practice on a Sunday, they're off on a Wednesday, and I don't know what day it is because I don't have normal weekends anymore. So I would say that I forget what day it is at least four four or five times a week. But the question is, how many times a week do you forget what day it is? Jake Westerman says seven. Uh, Chris Frazier says never. He always knows where he's at. Chris Frazier, always on point, it would seem. BK Titans 85 on Twitch says at least two for Stephen King. It's triple triple digits? Good God, Stephen. That's, that sounds like a medical. That sounds like a diagnosable condition. Maybe go get, get that checked out. If, you know, 100 plus times a week, you're forgetting what day it is. That is deeply concerning. Um, but for Mike McDaniel, it seems that in his first training camp as a head coach, he is also dealing with these same struggles. Uh, easy day today. You got somebody on that for you back there? What, easy, what? There's an easy day? Yeah, a lot of drops today. Man, training camp. <laughs> you lose sight of everything. Like national holidays such as that. So, Mike McDaniel, the new Dolphins head coach, didn't know it was easy day. All kind of t- uh, sneaker drops that he missed out on that he wanted in on. He did not get it going. Jeff Etheridge being just a complete and total buzzkill. Dude, I thought this was a sports show. Yeah, uh, Jeff, I spent 37 minutes talking about all the shit today that I reported on, that I took notes on, that I talked to Titans players and coaches about throughout the course of training camp. And I thought I'd throw you a fun one that was still around football. So pull whatever it is that you have crammed in a place that is causing you 
deep discomfort and is not going to allow you to have fun. I won't get more graphic than that for the sake of those of you who may have small ears listening at home. Dude, I thought this was a sports show. <laughs> how 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 miserable must you be for a 50 I didn't I don't even think the clip was 15 seconds. If for 15 seconds at the end of the show I play a clip that has also something to do with sports, um but I ask you a different kind of question. God forbid. How will you ever go on? Don't worry. I got three hours of talk radio, sports talk radio to do tomorrow. Uh, I got another primetime hour to do tomorrow night. And I think at some point I'm doing a, yeah, I'm doing a Greg Cosell podcast. We're going to look at Josh Allen, who is the Titans week one opponent. So in the, in the intermediate, Jeff, again, take 10 deep breaths or 20 short ones, decompress, namaste, and enjoy it a little bit. Okay. There's 37 minutes of previous, uh, of previous sports talk conversation for you to go back through and peruse because this is also available as a podcast. Once the live show concludes, um, Dago says, Buck, the Lawan fight, what Lawan fight? What are we, what are we talking about? Lawan fight? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, this bullshit before practice today. Um, yeah, it was during the, it wasn't open to media. So like Austin and Sam, I think, talk to a fan who saw because there were some fans out on the field um but yeah it wasn't open to media so I didn't see it happen um and I think I think somebody talked to Jamarco Jones uh after practice and I think he just hit I think he just hit Austin or Sam with a no comment I can't remember who talked to him but anyway I mean who cares it's training camp people people piss and moan at each other all the time uh if you if you I I've learned new cuss words being around football coaches at training camp practice um because they're all uh crazy people anyway uh, let's move on. No, let's not move on. The show's over. <laughs> the show's over. That's going to do it for us tonight. We appreciate you hanging out. See, I can't even, not even do I, not, not only do I forget what day it is, I forget where we are in the show, but yeah, that's the primetime show on this Tuesday night radio show. We're back in studio tomorrow. Again, check out the training camp interviews that we've done every day live at training camp. Christian Fulton today, Rashad Weaver yesterday. Last week, John Robinson, Amani Hooker, and Kyle Phillips, they are all available to you in the Radio Show's podcast app. Speaking of podcasts, I'm doing a Greg Cosell podcast tomorrow, so we will look forward to that. It's called The Install. Um, so make sure if you're looking for, like, if you're really looking to snort some football, Greg and I will have you covered with the Josh Allen deep dive as we get you ready for some of the Titans, for some of the quarterbacks who are on the Titans schedule this year. Um, if I, uh, if we have any new information, check out azsports.com. We've been writing articles, all kinds of great content up there and available for you. But in the meantime, I will catch you, uh, on the radio show starting at 10 on 104.5 The Zone. And if not, primetime at 8 p.m. Central Time.